Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. An Erio's original. Would you run away if I showed you pictures of my doo 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 doo? Would it be okay if I showed you pictures of my doo 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 doo? Would it be okay if I showed you pictures of my doo 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 doo? This is Margaret Cho. You're listening to The Margaret Cho. Today we have our favorite guest, as always, Brent Weinbach. It's a good one. It's a good one. You will enjoy. Thanks for listening. It's taking over my dreams, waking me out of my sleep. I think I'm coming apart. How's it going? Uh, yeah, it's going all right. You know, just, uh, you know, been keeping busy with uh, different things at home, you know, podcasting yeah. and making oh, yes. some, some little videos here and there and um, playing some games and uh, so on and so well, forth. Oh, do you play the um, board games? I do some board games. Yeah, from yeah, I do some board games with some friends uh, uh-huh. in this format, and also format being being at home alone, and uh, and some video games as well. What video games do you play? Well, I've been playing a game called Downwell recently. It's a, so it's a guy. It's a little guy who goes down through a well, and he tries to get to the bottom. That's it. Oh, <laughs> I don't play any video games. Well, the only video game I've ever played with any kind of proficiency would be Frogger, which is where Frog crosses the street. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's it, that sounds as simple of a concept as Downwell, doesn't it? You know, a yeah. frog needs to cross it's, the street. But I guess the frog is also crossing a lake too, or a river at one yeah, point too. You know, it, jumping it on the logs. It crosses some uh, rivers and very fast-moving canals, and uh, it's pretty stressful. I think. Yeah. Well, certainly. Yeah. So you were good at that. I was as good as you can be. I mean, you know, get you would get like um, you would catch like a a boat, and sometimes you get across a river that way, and sometimes you could get across a. Uh, you could get on a truck and then cross the street that way. Did sometimes. you did you um play in the arcade? Yeah. Did you ever have a high score or anything like that? I would do okay. I could play for uh, a number of minutes. Okay. So that would be enough to uh I think maybe go a couple of screens, uh-huh. you know, cuz you you could advance a few screens up. So I I not a particularly high score, but you would go a few a few minutes, yes. 
Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Frogger yeah. is a classic. It's a classic. It's a stressful one, though, because it's kind of, um, it's not one that's, like, very deep space. It's one of those, it's a very, like, limited one. It's like an 8-bit, you know? It's, like, yeah. really, like, uh, primitive computer Cer- uh, Certainly. It's, visuals, it's, like, it's an earlier video game. Yeah, definitely. It's a second-generation game. Yeah. First generation being very basic, you know, Pong style stuff, you know, Pong, that's first generation. Yeah. And then second generation being games like Frogger and Pac-Man and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Like Space Invaders or Space Invaders space like invaders first. Too. No, no, Space Invaders, I, I think it'd be second generation as well. Yeah. Yeah. So second would ge- third be like Centipede? No, Centipede would also be second as well. Um, yeah. Third would be Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. Okay, or okay. Um, Legend of Zelda, you know, that would be third. Okay. But, or um, Asteroids? Asteroids would be second as well. Yeah. A lot of those Atari okay. games, I mean, Atari mm-hmm. is, is second generation, and a lot of those arcade games around in the late 70s and, you know, early 80s, that's second generation, yeah. So those seem advanced to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. second generation, That to me, that feels like, oh, that's too rich for my blood. Right, That's that's how that's how I feel about... <laughs> a lot of modern modern games now even though downwell is oh, yeah. downwell is a new game that is a modern game but it's kind of got an older feel about it but yeah basically games from that came out from 1995 96 and on that's to me mm-hmm. new that seems new to me and it's oh, too yeah. and it's and a lot of times too much for me too yeah well yeah somebody um the last game i tried to play was mist oh yeah and and i was I like, like it. Ain't nothing happened in this game. I, I liked Miss. I, I played that when it around the time it was new, around uh ninety four or whatever. And and that was I yeah. I, enjoy, I liked Miss. I liked Miss. There wasn't yeah. I like ain't nothing happened in this game. Why who <laughs> Yeah. No, yeah, no, I mean I could I could see that being a, a response though, because um it's a slower paced game, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, no, like what happened? Game. Well, you kind of have to just figure stuff out. But I like your I like your attitude about it. They're like, "What was supposed to what's supposed to happen in this game? What are you supposed to do in this game? Nothing happening in this game." I'm like, <laughs> I'm just sitting here right here. What's going to happen in this game? I go, ain't nobody coming up in this game. <laughs> ain't nobody coming up in here. I ain't playing up in here. Who's supposed to come up in this game? I like how that's that's the that's the personality that comes out when you play Mist, you know. <laughs> I know. Well, I was like, who's supposed to come up in this game? Nobody coming up in this game. <laughs> nobody had nobody had come up over in this game, <laughs> and I didn't understand. Like, I just put it in, and then it was just a rock and some castles. Yeah. And, and I was just waiting. Sure, and nothing was coming up in the game. Yeah, I well, um, it's it's a. I mean, the game probably takes a little more patience and a little bit more. It's a more reflective kind of game, I think. Yeah. Is there a castle? What is there a castle? Who? They're not really castles, but they're structures. Yeah. Um, this guy built this island, I guess, and well, you just, it's a mystery what what happened on the island. Something went down on the island and the surrounding islands, and. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out what happened, but really, what it is is you're figuring out how to manipulate the devices that are involved in the island and that and stuff. So that's Ooh. it's kind of a puzzle game, kind of. Yeah. You know? Okay. See. Mm-mm. 
Mm-mm. Right. Right. No, no, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, look, I'm that way about I'm that way about like a lot of, you know, modern games, 3D games, you know, when there's all these options and stuff and the controls are really complicated. Um those games are too much to me. I'm I'm mm-mm on those games cuz uh I can't really it's too overwhelming. It's not. It's too much, you know. And it also, it's too realistic too. I, I like stuff that looks more, you know, fantastical and video game like. Yeah, I mean, I think that's. I, I think it's wonderful that people have the imagination to do those kinds of things, or the the game that like, you know, would be inspired by that kind of stuff. I, I don't know. Do you like VR games? Well, no, I mean, not, I mean, I mean, I, for small periods of time, I can appreciate being in a VR experience, but I mean, I'm not really, no, I mean, 3D worlds and stuff are just too much for me, you know? Yeah. I was at a VR concert with Joan Jett. I mean, I wasn't at the concert. I would just had a VR headset on. And it was like your Joan Jett's guitar tech. Uh-huh. And you're just standing there next to Joan Jett waiting for her to break a string. When was this? Probably 2014, 2015, so something like that. So was Joan Jett, so she was there? No, it was, I think I was at the Castro Theater or something. And then her, uh, one of her, somebody who works with her brought over this thing that they were working on. Okay, so it was like a... Was the virtual reality It was series. a simulation or something like that to, yeah. to be her guitar tech. Yeah. Well, oh. no, it was... It was that's, what it, that's what it felt like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. that's, that's kind of like they were working on a thing of like, okay, well, the VR, the technology is like, this is what it's going to be like to be at a concert with Joan Dredd, you know. But I think it doesn't work like... I, I don't think that that's actually going to be... Um, Something that makes sense, you know, uh, VR doesn't really work if you're in a concert with the artist on stage with the artist, because it doesn't seem like you're at the concert with the artist. If you're in the VR experience, you just feel like you're a guitar tech or uh-huh. something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too close to the action. It's too close you, to the action. You, need, so you the, don't you have want, a real perspective on it. Well, I mean, what if they just made you far away? You know, like in in the in the VR experience. You know, they just set you back, and they even put a delay on the music so that you're not hearing it till because you're so far back. You know, and maybe you're so you, far back. Yeah, maybe you need virtual binoculars or something that you can either turn on or off to get closer views, and then maybe yeah. make it feel like you're there you know or make it feel like you're further away create that distance further away so that you're slightly behind like you're in the balcony or Mm -hmm. something i don't know exactly like um, maybe like people they create people talking and stuff so that you can't hear it as well and you kind of have have a distraction yeah you gotta yeah and then there's like popcorn crunching under your feet or it's a little bit sticky yeah yeah it's sticky yeah you have or to. You might have to add singing. that yourself. Yeah, you might have to yeah, add something so- sticky under your actual real foot so that it feels like you. <laughs> you have to pour some kind of like sticky thing, you know. I and don't know. Somebody singing right behind your ear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like you get people. Somebody like, singing the song. In um, Tokyo, there was a VR amusement park that I didn't go to, but I, I, I was thinking like, oh, that would probably be good. 
because you would get in like a VR ride and you could uh, kind of play with the components, but you weren't, the ride wasn't like huge. It was just like move you a little bit. Mm -hmm. Most of the ride was happening in the headset and the VR, like around your eyes. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was an interesting thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's been some kind of fun, interesting experiences doing VR stuff, but um, yeah, I mean, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. Do you ever do an escape room? I don't like escape rooms. Oh, I've done over 50 of them. What? I've done around 50 escape rooms, yeah. Really? Yeah. You know why? What? You know why? Why? Because they're kind of like point-and-click adventure games, you know, um, computer games, but real life. But the thing I don't like about escape rooms is the time. There's usually a time limit. You only have an hour. I like to spend as long as I like to. I want to spend hours in there and and take my time. I don't want to rush through things. I want to savor the experience and just go through it at my, you know, at my own pace. You know. Isn't it stressful? Well, yeah. I mean, a little bit. Not really. I mean, it can be. I mean, it's not stressful in the sense of I don't feel trapped or anything like that. But Mm -hmm. have you done one? Never. Oh, it's not like you get trapped in the room or anything. I mean, you can you can leave the room if you want to, but they don't, you know, the idea is you're trapped in the room, but you don't have to be. No, it's a very immersive experience, and if you like to try to f- figure out puzzles and stuff like that, which I do like to do that, you know, it's a fun experience. And actually, my friend's friend created an escape room to do online that you can do like this, do it remotely. So and I my my friends and I did it recently. Oh wow. So what is the hardest one do you think? The hardest one? Or like the I mean the What is the hardest approach to it do you think? Like what is it it's like what is a, what is just so not obvious uh, uh, not obvious exit. Uh, the, what makes a, a room hard is when they make the if they make what you if what you have to do is not very clear at all and Ooh. it's maybe kind of arbitrary that you have to do something to trigger something in the room you know basically i would say the hardest rooms are the ones that are maybe not the best designed rooms you know um, a good design a, a well designed room is going to uh, have kind of logical reasoning involved where okay, we have to do this to do that, or I got to figure this out to do this, and it's all kind of pretty clear, and maybe it's kind of more linear, maybe, you know? But, or or, I don't know, but anyway, also a good room to me doesn't make you do busy work and doesn't make you have to solve math worksheets, which some escape rooms have math worksheets, basically, that you have to do, or like word, 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 they basically make you do worksheets, the kind of worksheets you would do in elementary school. Those are bad rooms, I think. Good rooms, you know, have you use the environment in a cool way, and it's much more like a point-and-click adventure computer game. But bad rooms have you kind of just getting these codes and putting codes into locks and stuff, and it gets kind of boring. But anyway. Oh. I didn't realize it was so literal. Like, it would actually be like solving math problems to get out. Well, no, some of them are. Some of them are. But mm-hmm. that's not... That's interesting. That's, that's, those are not good rooms, though. The good rooms don't make you solve math problems to, to get out of the room. So it wouldn't necessarily be like a haunted house, either. Well, no. I mean, but they are. there are, you know, scary-themed rooms. And some yeah. of them are really scary, actually. Actually, one time... Mm-hmm. 
I mean, one time I went to a room with somebody and they started crying because they were so scared. Really? I mean, it was oh. it was like a haunted house. It was like a haunted house. There's stuff moving and stuff, and the uh, you know furniture was moving, and there's I don't know. The theme was scary. It, there's some scary stuff, and I mean, there's some very scary stuff in escape rooms. In fact, I've done a few escape rooms by myself before, mm-hmm. um, but I haven't done any scary themed ones by myself, and I wouldn't because I don't like to be scared. Mm-hmm. I don't like. Do you yeah. like? Do you like going to haunted houses? I do. It depends. I think like uh, I wouldn't like going by myself, but I'm not opposed to um, going. But I don't think that I could go by myself and do an escape room. Like I think it would, the combination of like being alone and then also having to solve it because I get flustered mm-hmm. really fast. So it would be hard to come up with things like answers while you're stressed. Do you like horror movies? Yes. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't really like horror movies because I don't like being scared. Oh, really? I do like being scared. I think because some sort of relief about it. Because I think, like, I have, um, I, I, I do have some sort of like a stress disorder where I think about like, I have like anxiety disorder or something. I have like an ang- I'm an anxious person. So that when I'm watching stressful situations, I don't have to imagine them, you know? Uh-huh. So when I watch somebody that's, like, in a lot of peril, then I'm like, oh, thank God. Because I don't have to imagine what's happening. They're already going through it. So it's like, oh, thank God. I'm, <laughs> I don't have to worry. Like, I like true crime because the worst thing has already happened. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm, in, oh. I'm relieved because it's like um, the tension of the suspense is like it's it's relieved. So I like what? to um, watch like the sort of a postmortem or like an aftermath of a crime because the worst is over. Right, but in a horror movie though, the worst is not over. I mean, until yeah. until certain, a certain point in the movie. But I mean, you know, at a certain before that part, before the worst does happen, are you kind of stressed out about that? Yeah, but it's like it's almost as if. Um, but you're kind of a masochist, it's already, though. Yeah, it's already set up to happen, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like, well, this is a situation where it's going to happen. So I'm, I'm sort of like, I'm like a masochist. I like an Indian, like well, I don't like this that term. It's not that's a racist term. In, oh, Indian, Indian burn. burn. You know when they you I, I don't know why they call no, it. No, actually, burn. I don't think that. I thought that felt good always. And yeah, I'm, I like that. And I would say that I'm not a masochist, and but mm-hmm. I don't think it it was painful though. I don't think it hurt when they gave me mm-hmm. the the burn or whatever you want to call it, the yeah. Native American burn. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I don't know, or whatever you want to call it. Um, is it a racist? I think it's racist. I mean, I guess to say Indian burn is does sound kind of weird, definitely. But that's what it was called when I was a kid, you know. And um, so I don't know what you'd call that. I just I guess you can call it a an arm twister. I don't know, a skin twist. I don't know. I don't know. But it I thought I always thought it felt good though. Yeah, I like it. I thought it felt good, I but like I don't it. think it felt painful, you know. No, it's not a painful thing. I like that. I like I like a kind of attention and I like a kind of um strong sensation. So, but I like horror movies because I like um 
that feeling of like it's coming in the mail or whatever. Like I like that. It's like, uh huh. Anticipation. Ugh, like anticipation of like, ugh, like when um you're about to get shot with a rubber band. Ugh. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I don't like that actually because I don't, I I don't like to um be on edge. I guess you know. <laughs> it's a particular feeling it's funny this is the exact opposite of well kind of the exact opposite of mist in a way because mist you can take your time and just mm-hmm. just you know you can take all the time you want to just sort of sit there and just sort of slowly figure things out but mm-hmm. the rubber band about to snap into your face mm, yeah that's a different story yeah because the rubber band like, you don't have time <laughs> um, yeah, no, you don't have time. You don't have any time. That's like an escape room. I mean, kind of, but oh, yeah. I don't know. Escape rooms are fun. Escape room, you have like sixty minutes. Did you go to the one on Hollywood Boulevard? That's like the escape hotel. I've been there once. Um, yeah, been there once. It's yeah, it's that's all right. The, it's okay. I mean, that's the only one that I've seen. The best, the I've best escape room company is called Sixty Out, and mm-hmm. um, there's a location on Melrose. That mm-hmm. has a couple really good rooms there, and um, there's a they have a location in Marina del Rey as well that has a, some good rooms there too. Sixty out, that's mm. the good company, and also Maze Rooms does some pretty good rooms as well. But anyway, mm. you know that's. Is there know. one that's like world famous? That's like the one that is the one that you would like to go to in all of the world? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know anything about that. Although escape rooms started to become first popular, I think in Russia. And Hungary and Japan, I think. Those were kind of where they... So, but no, I don't know of any special rooms that... Actually, there's some There's some really... These aren't escape rooms, but there's really hardcore immersive haunted houses. And I'm very much not interested, because I don't even like to go to a regular haunted house, but there's a... Have you ever heard of McCammy's Manor in San Diego? Yeah. Yeah, the one that you pay for with dog food. Yes, right, exactly. I'm, yeah. Do you know the details of that one? It's really hardcore. Um... Yeah, I know that he um, hasn't been able to get anybody to go all the way through. Right. And that it's something that he kind of tailors it to you, doesn't he? Sort of like on a... I mean, I don't I don't really know. I, I just knew that it was hardcore and they, they can touch you, you know, which, you know, yeah. most haunted houses, they can't touch you. But so you get physically, you know, there's you get physical in it and it's just super hardcore. And then actually, I think the one... I think it's eight hours long or something like that, mm-hmm. the, the haunted house that he has. And it's just straight up, they just torture you. They do waterboarding. And yeah. they put you in a coffin for a certain amount of time. They put you in, really cold, in a really cold area, and they put you in a really hot area. and mm. they Or I think they make you eat worms or something like that or dirt and worms or something. I mean, it's just really crazy. And they, it just, yeah. it's, I mean... There was a period where I just went down a rabbit hole of just looking up a bunch of stuff for that about that McCammy's manner and people's experience about it. And yeah, I do think that he softens it for some people and makes it more hardcore mm-hmm. for other people because there were these guys who were thrill seekers who were really hardcore guys and they couldn't make it through and they're crying and stuff. And it's, I don't know, it's just really interesting and just weird that people want to do this actually. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I think it's weird that he um, wants to just charge dog food. Well, it's kind of like and- <laughs> he's into it, right? He like he's he wants to. It's like you might as well he might as well just make it free, but he's like, yeah, it's weird, yeah. It's super weird. I think that one of the things too is that um, you wear a onesie. Oh, really? Going through, yeah. Like so, he wear you wear like a zipper onesie, yeah. like a pajama. But yeah, I don't want to do that one. I, I don't really know. I would do pretty much anyone. There was one that I really didn't like. It was actually at a Madame Tussauds in um, London. Oh. And it was in their Chamber of Horrors. And uh, it was like kind of off brand because it was not part of their like regular Chamber of Horrors. It was their wax museum, but it was their um, like off brand Chamber of Horrors. Mm -hmm. So it was like... (laughs) A bunch of actors, and it was a, all dudes, <laughs> and they were in, like, kind of costumes, and they were down in the Chamber of Horrors, and it was um, me and a bunch of girls that I didn't know, <laughs> and uh, we were walking through. Wait, what were you doing? With, I didn't e- what were you doing with the we, girls, or how did you not we know? Didn't, we were just, we didn't know them, but we were just walking down. They paired you through, up with them. Uh, yeah, we just happened to be walking down there. We were just, we didn't know, I didn't know them. But you knew, you knew someone. Oh, yeah. My, I was there with my husband at the time. Okay. And we were just walking down. But the girls were so scared that they just grabbed my husband because he was the closest man. Yeah. And uh, they grabbed onto me just because we were the closest people. I, I've done that before, and- too. I've gra- I've grabbed on. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I went to a haunted house and I didn't even know the guy. I went in with a couple other guys that were a little older. I didn't even know them, but I started grabbing on them because I was scared. I, yeah. I, you know, I think they were scared too, and I think they don't mind that because it's like it is scary. Because yeah. people are so scared, you just grab anybody yeah. because it's that human like response. Yeah, to just grab anybody that's close by that seems like they might be safe. It was a bunch of dudes who were like grabbing onto us, and um, they all had like different costumes and like a, you know, the hockey mask, like Jason, you know, and they were just huge and they were just grabbing us and it was really scary. It was like an energy that was very unhinged. Well, yeah, I mean, was not cool. Well, there's, there's a lot, this is why I don't go to haunted houses because there's a lot going on. I mean, obviously I'm not scared of ghosts or anything like that. I don't believe in ghosts, Mm -hmm. but it's, or, or whatever, or monsters and stuff, but you know, they invade your space, right? They yeah. and, and they don't just and that that causes a chemical reaction in your body that it isn't that's doesn't feel good you know or at least to me it doesn't and it's not just popping out and scaring you and that shock aspect of it it's that they invade your space and they don't leave that space either they'll stay in your space and keep harassing you and there's something that's just really disturbing about that chemically I think in your body it's like you know right. I know it's just some actor just messing around but 
my body doesn't like it. My chemistry doesn't like that, though, you know? Right. And But it's yeah. also the, um, like, the lawlessness of being able to get in your space. Uh, and yeah. that kind of, like, the edge of, like, if I'm allowed to do that, what else can I do? Well, it's like, I know that in most of these places, they can't touch you, you know? So Ooh. I'm thinking, okay, I know they're not going to touch me, but it doesn't even matter. Even if they don't touch me, just getting up in my area, my space, is still causes a reaction in my body that it doesn't like that, you know? And also, yeah. not to mention, yeah, there's a lot of sort of disturbing and dark imagery as well, you know? That's kind of scary. Yeah. Like when they have the strobe light going, oh, that's so disturbing, you know? Yeah. Like you could, you're, it does something with your brain chemistry. Yeah. Like you could have like a seizure or something. Yeah. It's scary. I, it's, it's disturbing. It's just, it's anyway, I, I'm, I hadn't, I remember I hadn't gone to a haunted house since I was 15. Cause I, when I went, when I was 15, I th- said, I'm never going to a haunted house again. I don't like this. And I decided mm-hmm. when I was 29 to go again, I thought, you know what? It's been about 15 years. Let's see what it's like. I went and a third of the way through, I wanted out. I just wanted to get, I was like, is there an emergency exit or something? I just don't want to be here right now. You know? And oh, no. so I, I, but I did, I you know, went through the whole thing, but I just, ugh, I, I said never again. I was disturbed for, I feel like 24 hours afterwards. It was just, again, Ooh. this chemical reaction. Not that I'm scared of monsters or anything, but just yeah, yeah. my body chemistry didn't like that experience. Yeah. And I, it was, it, it was, it took me a while to get over it. It takes a second, like, because it just, your body has to sort of relax from it, you know? Yeah. And it just, um, it's that adrenaline and it's that fight or flight. Was there anything that you saw that sort of triggered it or just No, it's not that. It's just, it's just the, it's just the act of somebody. Look, I actually had this idea for a haunted house that's not even, I think you could do a haunted house and not even have monsters or ghouls or whatever. If you just had people in there that were invading your space, that would be just as disturbing, I think, you know? If you had mm-hmm. just people, if you went into a house and it was just random people that were just getting in your space and kind of saying things to you and, you know, that would that would be just as scary, you know, like it would be just as disturbing, I think, you know? Yeah, that would be true. Um, I mean, especially now. Well, I have this idea for... If I had the money to finance this, I would do this. I want to make my own haunted house for Halloween, but it's not ha- mm-hmm. a haunted house. It's gangster. Okay, here's how. This is what I was thinking. It's gangsters. Okay, so you go. It's a gangster house. So you go in, mm-hmm. and there's different gangsters that come up to you, and they threaten you and stuff. Obviously, they don't touch you. They can't touch you, but they threaten you, and they kind of, you know, they just act really hardcore and get in your space. It's all gangsters. Mm-hmm. That would be, I think, scarier than a haunted than a ghost house yeah. or whatever. You know? But the re- the reason I thought of that was because when gangsters go into haunted houses, do the actors mm-hmm. back back off a little bit? You know what I mean? I mean, I've always wondered, you know, are they being as forthcoming with getting in your face with a with a kind of a tough looking thug as they would mm-hmm. say me or maybe you or whatever, but mm-hmm. uh, well, maybe not you. Cause you're kind of a tough looking thug a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, no, I was kidding. Um, but, uh, <laughs> I, I, and then I've wondered if they have been kind of, you know, if they have been kind of forthcoming with being, or maybe been aggressive with the way that they're trying to scare somebody and it's a, and it is a gangster. I wonder if that gangster has ever reacted in a physical way. And like, mm-hmm. you know, if somebody 
if some guy's coming up to a gangster and trying to scare him, is the gangster just being like, you know, does he slap him? I mean, I wonder if that's ever happened, if the fights have broken out at haunted houses because people were kind of being aggressive towards each other in a weird way or something. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so oh yeah, I just was wondering about that, you know? <laughs> you know that probably would happen. You know, or like... Uh, yeah. Somebody's going to get punched. That's what I'm wondering, you know? And I'm wondering if if somebody gets in your face, and even myself, right? If somebody's getting in my face and it's a haunted house and I just decide to push them away, I mean, Mm -hmm. what what happens there? Do I get kicked out of the room or what's up? You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe so. But I mean, yeah, anyway, I don't know. Anyway. I think um, the one haunted house that I wanted to go to that I never went to that my friends put together an existential haunted house. Oh which um, was interesting to me, but I always wondered what that would even entail or what it would even look like. Mm. Cause it wasn't like scary clowns and there was no blood mm-hmm. and it wasn't um, sort of what we think of. Like there was like no goth or heavy metal or saw yeah. or chains or anything like that. No Pennywise. Yeah, what did um, they? What happened? You don't know what happens though, huh? No, it was just very. Maybe it was all like white or blank or um, minimalism. I think if you're alone in a room, if you're by yourself in a white room, that'd be mm-hmm. kind of scary. Anyway. Yeah. I think yeah, being by yourself in an environment that you're not familiar with, and something scary could happen that's scary mm-hmm. i think by yourself is yeah. scary even even the escape rooms that i've done by myself and i've done a f- three i think um the ones i did were kind of more comedic themed you know they weren't scary and even Ooh. those were a little just a tiny bit kind of scary just being by yourself in the room Ooh. but not that scary mm-hmm. but the i guess the the solitude of it yeah, You know, the fact that you're just kind of alone doing it. That's what I think, like, um, there's the torture method that's the white torture where uh, they put you in a white room and all the clothes you're in are white and all the food you get is white. Oh. And um, I think all the liquid is white. Like, you just get milk to drink and everything is white. Huh. Like, you get, like, white rice. And everything is white. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, how is that and, torture, though? Just out of curiosity, it sounds like heaven. You know what I mean? I mean, it sounds like what you would well, think would heaven would be is all white stuff. I mean, you know what I mean? The depictions I, of heavens, all everything's white. You know, everything. I think that after like a period of time, it starts to make you really crazy, like the absence of color. That's really it's interesting. I, I don't think I would mind so much. I, I mean, I wouldn't yeah. want to drink regular milk, but I, if it was coconut milk and it was unsweetened, Might be good. I love that. I love coconut milk. Yeah, I do. Coconut milk is good. Coconut milk is. I mean, that, it's that to me is a like drinking a, a cloud. It is delicious. That would be nice. Um, so that wouldn't be like an escape room, and you wouldn't need to escape from that. Do you think that um, someone would feel torture tortured if they everything was pink? Actually, come to think of it, people's sometimes people's houses are all white. Uh, I guess the food's not all white, but. Well, look at this pink. Do you see this pink 
You, well, that's yeah. That's what I was kind of kind of getting going to try to get to. Is like, yeah, you got the pink piano, you know. The pink piano. Let's see what, the, pink, the pink pan. Okay. The pink piano. Sounds. You can try to do this a little bit of a lesson. Okay, so you want now, me? So, you, um, so should I, wanna, I get on my keyboard here? Yeah, get on your keyboard. Okay, so hi, this is Brent, and I'm playing piano. Okay. Okay, so that's me. Your piano sounds great. Oh, you think it sounds good? Anyway, so um, what do you want to learn? You want a, you want a little piano lesson? Yes. Okay, so what do you want to what do you want to learn how to play? Do you want um, to people, well, wait, I'm just Linus and Lucy. Huh? Linus and Lucy or something like that? Or? Yes. Da, na, 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 okay, so na, you basically na, na, na. You just go like this. You go. minutes a day and then you know you should be able to have it down what is it you, you got it I think you were doing it just now and then you also can do this part too yeah or I'm kind of messing that up it's basically just it's basically just a D flat it's a it's a D flat like kind of chord It's just basically D flat to E flat. Yeah. So that's basically that's basically minus and Lucy. It's that easy. Now another good song people can learn when they want to like get good at maybe playing jazz is Autumn Le is the song Autumn Leaves because Autumn Leaves has um, it has a two five one a good example of a two five one chord progression which is a very common chord progression in jazz and it's uh it also has a minor two five one which is also pretty common in jazz as well so you've got so autumn leaves you know it goes like and so you get your major and your minor two five ones all in that just that one phrase and it's that easy. It's so easy. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, you get your two five one like this. It goes right. That's a two five one. Two five one. And then you have you have a two five one. That's a minor two five one. So ah. you're really learning about two five ones here, which is really just all that's all jazz right there. That's what jazz is all about, is the two five one. I see. <laughs> then then you can change up the rhythm and you go.
so now you do it. Okay. <laughs> Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, just um, yeah, keep practicing, you know, and uh, yeah, you, you eventually will get those two five ones down, you know. Got to memorize Excellent. those two five ones. You know? It's so good. I love your piano. Oh, this. this I want to hear. Will you? Will you play um, my do do do? Oh, my do do. Oh, yeah. That um, did I do that at the, at the show that we did? Yeah, that was such a good song. So that one goes a little something like this. It's like. Oh, it's like, uh, how's it go? Sitting in the bathroom all night Suddenly something came out of me Turned around to my delight Was a masterpiece Yeah Got out my camera fast To make the moment last moment I could share with someone special, someone rare. Something like that. And then it's, would you run away if I showed you pictures of my do-do-do-do? Would it be okay if I showed you pictures of my do-do-do-do-do? Actually, kind of uses doesn't use two five ones actually. <clears throat> That's a beautiful song. Thanks. Thank Thanks. you, Brent. Thanks. I mean, you know, it's a little something. You thank know. you. Oh, I mean, you're um, welcome. Well, thank you for our lesson and thank you for our episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, just keep practicing. You know, you just gotta pre- keep practicing those. Uh, <laughs> just keep practicing those notes that you you learn to learn today you know and you'll be and you'll be a pro in no time i will where can people find out about you your podcasts uh what 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 can people do uh okay so people can do this uh well i have a stand-up comedy special called appealing to the mainstream and it's on amazon and if you have amazon prime you can see it for free and Check that out if you want. That's something you can do. Um, there's also a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Brent Weinbach, and there's a lot of videos on there. You can do that. There's um, a few different podcasts. I mean, there's a podcast that I do about video game music from the third and fourth generation, um, and uh, that's called the Legacy Music Hour. But also I do a podcast with my friend Doug Lusenhop called The Poundcast, and that's on, you know, 
you can get that wherever you can find podcasts. There's another podcast I do called Pointed Questions. But anyway, whatever. I mean, I can go on and on while these different podcasts. But yeah, that's basically it, you know? Twi- yeah. Twitter is Brent Weinbach. Instagram is Brent Weinbach Comedy. Yeah. Facebook, whatever, you know? Get them all. Collect them all. Well, thank you, Brent. Thank you. It's taking over my dreams, waking me out of my sleep. I think I'm coming apart. The Margaret Show is an Erios production with editing by Tracy Levy and original music by Garrison Starr. Never miss an episode of The Margaret Show. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. I don't know where to start. Coming out of the dark. Powered by ACAST. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.